the life you're living today, is it what you want or is it that you allow the world to tell you that you want it? Are you giving yourself permission to let that quiet whisper in your gut speak? The one that says that you deserve more for your life. Are you listening to your own voice or allowing it to be suffocated by the noise of the world? On this episode of Putting Attention to Intention, we talk about one simple micro step that'll have you answering that deep-seated question, what do I want for my life? And how to go into the world with a clear vision on your thoughts, your feelings, your desires versus letting the world steer the car of your life. Join me now. Welcome to our community, friends. I am thrilled that you have found your way here. I'm thrilled to say that we are international. So welcome to our friends across the pond in Europe. Really, really happy to have you here. If you're feeling directionless, frustrated, unfulfilled, as if you're just going through the motions of life, you have made your way to the right place. My name is Megan Miller. I offer high-performing go-getters simple daily micro-steps for putting attention to intention so they can stop sleepwalking through life and start living with more inspiration and fulfillment. I know because I've been there. I was there the majority of my life, having my life on autopilot, being the woman everyone wanted me to be and feeling that I was meant to do more. That is until I got brave and still enough to really uncover what I wanted. And I'm here to share my lessons with you to help you navigate through your own journey. Together, we will share small practical steps that'll help you maximize how you show up in the world to create a life that you're passionate about. Welcome to Putting Attention to Intention. I remember a year ago, or maybe it was a little longer. I am I am horrible when it comes to remembering like chronological order of things. To me, it was either five minutes or five years ago. <laughs> There's nothing in between. <laughs> So the the point is not when the conversation happened, but the conversation. So I had a conversation with a dear friend of mine who was on our show. She did our hashtag share your story premiere, Nancy Medoff. Shout out to you, you confidence evangelist and just kick ass human being. So we had a conversation as many girlfriends do talking, talking, talking. And I was blabbing on and on and on about how I felt like dipping my toe into another vertical of sales. That was it. That that is what I was looking for. And in my mind, you know, I had this this as I think we all do sort of this quiet knowingness that I was meant for more like an uneasy feeling just this was not this career that I'm in today was not the end all be all of what I was meant to do in this world. And so I thought that surface level, it was getting another job in sales. That was the thing that was that was going to be the thing that was going to make me happy. That was it. So I go on this rampage list of all the reasons why this would fulfill me and can 
convinced that that this was it. So at the end of this tirade, I'm expecting Nancy to agree with me and convert confirm all of these things that I've convinced myself and that I've just spouted off to her, like not even breathing in, in between. And she says very calmly and deadpan to me, knock that shit off. What do you want? And it was almost like, guys, for the first time in my life, I had a permission slip. I was granted the opportunity to truly think, what did I want? Not what did my mom want? Not what does my job want? Not what what the world thought I should want, but me. And it was the first time in my life that I truly, truly allowed myself to go there. It's almost like a light bulb moment. My whole life leading up to this, and I wasn't even consciously aware of it. And I, I think that to me is the hardest pill to swallow is how could I just let my life be on autopilot for all these years? And I was focused on what others wanted for me. What would make my parents proud? What would make my teachers proud? What would make my boss proud? And I spent my whole life looking at the world for approval. Like I was looking outside at the world to tell me that I was good enough, that I was worthy enough, that I was on the right path. And never once, once did I look, did did I even stop, you know, the car speeding down the highway? Did I even pull over to think, what did I want? And is what I'm doing aligned with myself? My friends, I ask you this, the life that you're living today, is it what you want? Or is it that you allowed the world to tell you that you want it? I am gifting you the same gift Nancy gave me. And that is this permission slip to say, knock that shit off. What do you want? We go through life quieting that silent whisper of what we what we truly want because we don't think we deserve it unless we hit that number on the scale or we get the career title or we get a certain amount of money in the bank. And then when we don't get those things, then we look for all the reasons why we suck at life. Does any of that sound familiar? And it looks like this. Oh, I got my notes all jacked up here. Hold on one second. Don't you hate that? So have you ever had these, this conversation with yourself? All right, listen, I'm going to lose 15 pounds by Christmas. Now, granted, it's already like November. So you have two months and you think to yourself, hey, I'm going to lose 15 pounds and I'm going to look good in holiday photos then I won't feel bad when I'm eating the Christmas cookies and the holiday booze. I can totally do this. And I'm just going to go on a little fast. So that means I'm going to cut out all the sugar. I'm going to only eat vegetables. I'm going to cut out all the booze. I'm going cold turkey. And this is going to start tomorrow. So tomorrow comes 
you're feeling bright eyed and bushy tailed. And you're saying to yourself, I got this, man. Like I am so in day one, you are killing it. You're right on track. Didn't even swerve off the path. You're feeling great. Day two comes around and it's a little rough. You start thinking to yourself, man, man, I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> You're getting hangry. And anytime anyone else in your house is eating, the smell of it gets you agitated. You're salivating and you're like, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to do this. Then by day three, you think, fuck this. I can't even do this anymore. I, what was I thinking? So out comes the Oreos. The whole sleeve is down because that's very easy to do. The wine comes out to guzzle down the Friday frazzles, as I like to call it. And then you say to yourself, you know what? This, this right here is why I don't deserve X because I can't even keep this promise to myself. And I'm such a freaking loser. I do this all the time. Here we go again. When, when you think about it, when you rise above these conversations and you almost look at it like a movie screen, it's this unrealistic shit that we made up in our minds that we think if we hit X, so if we lose the 15 pounds, if we get the VP title, if we get that new fancy car, if we get the beach house, then we're valuable. And then when we don't hit that mark, so when we don't lose the weight, when we don't get the promotion, when we don't get the car, when we don't get the beach house, then we think we failed. And then here comes the tidal wave of how much we suck at life. Have you had those? I, I, I know so many times. And here's what's crazy to me when you really think about it. The conversations I have in my mind, either I'm killing it like I'm doing so great. I'm killing it at work. I'm getting everything done. I'm showing up for my husband. I'm being a great friend. Like I am just on cloud nine. It's either that or I suck. I suck at everything. I'm a loser. I'm failing every project I'm meant to do. I'm not delivering on on A, B, and C. I'm not a good friend. I'm letting everybody down. I'm not there enough for people. Like there's net, there's nothing in between. I'm either A or F. <laughs> like we would never talk to our worst enemy, the conversations that we have with ourselves. So I remember this one time I wanted to lose weight one time of many. And of course, I couldn't give them the booze. You know, why? Why would I do that? That's the only thing that made sense. So instead of giving up booze and doing something realistic, I thought I'll just go on a fasting diet, which Google told me was the best way to lose weight fast. So, <laughs> hey, hey, if it works for Google, it works for Megan Miller. Good enough for me. So all you could eat on this, and I'm air quoting it, diet, because it all it was was soup. And it wasn't even like a hearty soup. It was a broth. And you had to do this for three days. And I remember very vividly crying by day two. I mean, I'm talking tears because I had hunger pains. I was so hungry. And by day three, I remember saying to myself, you know what, fuck it. 
and thinking that I was such a loser and beating myself up because I couldn't complete this basically a fast. And and I think now I can look back and think you, you thought you were a loser because why? Because you had to eat. So no wonder I failed. I was doomed from the beginning. And I ask you this, how many times do you set unrealistic expectations for yourself? And when you don't hit the X, you think you're a failure. And then you've given up and you start looking for all the reasons you're a loser. My friends, I'm here to lay some cold, hard truth on you. You ready? Buckle up. The only person that is holding you back from that deep whisper of what you want in your life is you. It's not the way. It's not your boss. It's not your husband. It's not your bank account. It's not your kids. It's you. Because deep down, you don't believe you deserve it. So how do you flip the script on this? And here it is. Another truth bomb. You ready? It's making the time to connect with yourself. And that's it. Are you rolling your eyes at me yet? Are you thinking, it? come on, Megan, it's really not that simple. Are you saying, you know what, this is all great, Danny, but I don't have the time. I'm here to tell you, as speaking proof of this, that it really is that simple. And you can make the time. After being poised that question from my friend and, you know, asking me what I wanted for life and thinking at 37, my God, I, I have no idea. I have no hobbies besides binge drinking. I'm really a fuck up. Like, where do I go from here? I took the time to get silent and still and stop letting the outside world tell me what I wanted and give myself a chance to sit behind the driver's seat for once Listen to that intuitiveness inside my body that I was quieting for so long. And so what does that look like when we look for tangible evidence? Like, how how do we execute this? What does this look like? You ready? It's this simple. If you don't have a journal and by journal, I mean just blank pieces of paper that are bound up with a hardcover Amazon one yourself today. I personally like the moleskin journals. They're a little bit more expensive, but I just like the size of them and I like the formatting of them. But listen, when I was dead broke and I could barely afford a bagel for dinner, (laughs) you can go to the clearance aisle at Home Goods for $3. You can go to the dollar store and get a journal for a dollar. So don't let the price point be the reason why you can't get a journal. And after I got this journal, I just started writing right away in the morning, and it starts with two simple questions. One, how do I feel today and why? And two, what do I want in my life? And you just free write. Let the words exit your mind into the pen and onto the paper. Don't erase anything. Don't rewrite anything. Don't read it as it comes out. Just let it flow. It's like a therapy session. And that's it. It can be five minutes. It can be 10 minutes. It can be 15 minutes. Whatever you can carve out in your lifestyle 
The only caveat is it needs to be first thing in the morning while the outside world hasn't tapped into you yet. And that's it. That is it. Now, I was sharing this with a girlfriend of mine last week, and she said, Meg, listen, like this is all fine and good. And I like what you're trying to do here, but I'm already getting up at an ungodly hour to get my workout in before I get my daughter up and get her ready for school. So you want me to get up like five extra minutes ahead of that? Like I'm I'm already barely hanging on. And my response was take 10 minutes out of your workout. Take five minutes out of your workout instead of working out for 45 minutes, work out for 40, work out for 35 Everything is figure outable when you look at it through a different lens. You know, I used to be so, well, I guess I shouldn't say used to be. I really am very type A. <laughs> I really am. Like if I don't have my morning routine down to, like if I don't do do it all, I feel off. And I, I just don't feel like I'm showing up in the day I should. And then the whole time I'm like beating myself up. So Yes, I'm, I'm still very type A. So I guess I shouldn't put the words I used to be. I am type A. Uh, and, and I was really type A on my workouts. So if I didn't get a minimum of 45 minutes, and don't even ask me how I came up with this number. Like, isn't that an odd number to come up with? If I didn't work out for 45 minutes, I thought I was a loser. And I thought that my workouts weren't good and that I would get flabby. Isn't it? Isn't it? interesting, the shit you make up in your mind. So as I've gone through this process, I've lightened up on myself and my expectations of myself. So if I have a lot to say and a lot has built up inside of me and I'm just in this sort of therapy motion with with my journal and I'm writing and I'm writing and I'm writing, I then shorten my workout to 30 minutes and just allow myself that that therapy session with with myself with the journal. And guess what? I feel better than I did with the longer workouts because I'm taking the time to connect with myself. And there's really no greater feeling. So if you think that you can't carve the time to do this because you have the kids, you have the long commute, you have obligations in the morning, you're not a morning person, blah, 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 blah. I'm here to tell you, isn't your life worth waking up five extra minutes in the morning to connect with yourself? After all, if you can't show up for yourself, then why would anyone else? I want you to try this. Try it for five days. This is your permission slip to tap into that feeling in your gut that just says you want more. So what are you going to do? You're going to Amazon yourself a journal if you don't already have one. If you have one in your house already, great. Pick that up. That's your journal. And first thing in the morning, you're going to ask yourself two main questions. How do I feel this morning and why? And what do I want? And that's it. Then you can go out into the world with a clear vision on your thoughts, your feelings, your desires, which lay the foundation for you to intentionally look for these things and attract them into your life versus letting the world steer the car of your life. Listen to your own voice. 
your own soul. Give it time to speak instead of suffocating it with the noise of the world. Deep inside, you know what you want. Let no one decide that but you. Thank you for taking the time to be here and most importantly for taking the first step in investing in yourself. If you liked what you heard, please do make sure to subscribe so you're up to date on the latest episodes and share with three people in your tribe that you know would benefit from this content. I'm a huge believer in the power of sharing content, especially when that message is around putting power back into your own life. I would love to hear from you all. If this episode meant something to you or you'd like to share something with our community, DM me on Instagram, megan.b.miller. Also, if you feel inclined, please comment and rate the podcast as it does make a difference in sharing our community. Till next time, carry on with intention.